When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. nothing can understand nothing plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger welcome everybody to the ansom report podcast this is the third of our long-running kingdom hearts podcast uh i'm spaghetti I am JK. And with us as well is the Master of Masters, Addison. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, 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 hey. We are um on the precipice of Kingdom Hearts 3. Today is the Japanese release date when you guys are listening to this, and we have a lot of stuff to dive into, but first we need to do a little bit of housekeeping. We need to do a little bit of housekeeping. I don't say this enough, so I'm gonna say it right now. This podcast posts every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Noon Eastern Standard Time. I don't know why I started through that. On YouTube, Spotify, mm. Google Play, okay, Apple Podcast. Oh my god! And most importantly, Stitcher. Oh my wow, god! Wow, dude, this has grown so much. Yeah, it, just since last week, it popped up, and I, I actually all the second episode was up by the time on all those by the time it went up. So we wow. were inaccurate last week. Wow. So, so this is the second time that this is on all those. Yes, I mean you can go back and the first episode's on there too. Oh, you put it on there yeah, too? Yeah, okay, the, whole, cool. the whole run of everything's on there. So, um, do us a favor. If you're on YouTube, leave us a like, a comment. If you're on if you're on those podcast apps, rate us. Give us a good rating. That helps us go up in the rankings and people see us and they go, Oh, cool, Kingdom Hearts Podcast. Because to my knowledge, there's only one other Kingdom Hearts podcast on the block, and it's called the Got It Memorized Podcast, and we're coming for you. That's pretty on the nose. We're we're coming for you. <laughs> All right, get it memorized. Um, also, I don't know how many people this is going to reach, but, um, when we played three, five, eight over two on our channel, when we did the let's play, we like to do this thing called the comment of the day where we'd read a comment and people, you know, give us something, a discussion and people are allowed to be heard on the channel and all that stuff. If you want our, a comment of the day on kingdom hearts, three videos, post them now on whatever video you want. Just say, blah, blah, blah. And we will read them as the common day in Kingdom Hearts 3. Because we were going to record a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3 in a small span of time. And so if you post it on the first episode of Kingdom Hearts 3, it is going to be too late. Yeah, unless they literally just type blah, blah, blah. Please don't do that. If you type blah, 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 I'll read it. it might I'm be desperate. comment of the day. That might be the comment of the day. You might have some you know, some, st- some stiff competition. But leave it on Parkitect. Parkitect is a super cool series that we really had a lot of fun playing. It gets dramatic at it one point. It's really dramatic. Really it's a, dramatic. It's a roller coaster. Oh, I like what you did there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woo. Oh, even it's a, it's a big magic mountain. <laughs> oh, oh, tying it all in. Oh, my anyway, God. Anyway, yeah, so that's, that's our housekeeping uh, notes. Um, so, On yeah, to the podcast. Give us a give us a, a shout and all that stuff, and give us give us fun uh, reviews. Thank even you, if thank it, you. even if you don't like the podcast, just give us a one star review. Then just tell us. 
Just give us a rate. Just just do something. Anything, please. Anyway. Please. Moving on to actual Kingdom Hearts 3 content. Um, there were leaks. Now there's reviews. It, it's been a crazy week. Um, yeah. We spent the first part of this week avoiding leaks from YouTubers and Twitters and, and Reddit Reddit users and... I literally got a notification on my phone that was like a leak video. Yeah. And I was like, YouTube, why? Oh, that's so both. Right. Right. Yeah, I I I was pretty clean the first part of the week and I was almost I was playing Russian roulette a little bit. I was reloading my front page of YouTube to see if it'd give me anything because I wanted to feel alive. And it, <laughs> and it wasn't happening. And then finally this guy curly something or other yeah. popped up and it was like spoiler in the thumbnail and the title and I went, ah, and then I stopped playing around. That's you know that's so crazy because I mean I I look on YouTube for you know a decent amount of Kingdom Hearts content, but I haven't had anything like that where it's come up in my suggestions or anything like that. But I think I told you, Spike, I was a dumbass um, earlier this week, and I was just curious uh, what can I what can I search for for Kingdom Hearts three like. Anything out there, you know, I'm just trying to get my fix. <laughs> so all I I literally just typed Kingdom Hearts 3 in the search bar of um, YouTube. And all the video results came up. And every single one in the title, it said leak. And I saw that. I saw the first thumbnail at the top video. And I wouldn't call it a leak. But it definitely confirmed something that I was wondering about. Just looking at the thumbnail. Was, it, was and it a certain character that we haven't really seen, or two characters? We we haven't seen much of the character, yep, that's but a, we've I've, seen. I think it's the exact same video that I saw. Yeah, me and well, okay. you and me saw the same yep. one, Mike. So that's probably the same as. It's this one guy, and his YouTube channel, to his credit, has climbed in subscribers quite significantly. Oh, I believe it. So. I bet. I mean, if there's like you know, there's two types of people out there. There's the people who want to experience it for their, themselves and those who don't care, they just want to know. They want to be the first, right? Right. Um, and I've actually kind of struggled with this. I haven't told you this, you guys this yet, but I'm kind of, um, I'm on the fence about what I want to do. So as you know, um, I sold my PlayStation 4 because, um, as we talked about um, on a different video weeks ago, I was one of the lucky people who got um, the Kingdom Hearts PS4 Pro Limited Edition. Mm -hmm. So I won't be getting that until Tuesday sometime during the day, most likely. Um, I don't know exactly when it's coming. You guys have about 50 different versions of the game yes. coming to you. And we you're going <laughs> to start playing the game pretty much as soon as you can. Yeah. Um, to, uh, Monday evening, right? Yeah. So I've been debating with myself. Do I um, do I stream with my bros and watch like the intro video and maybe the first couple minutes of the mm. game while you guys, or do I wait to uh, experience it for myself? Yeah. I don't know. I, I I I'm kind of on the fence. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That that is tough. You it know. Is, yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. That's a tough. That's a tough question. Uh, you know, and we, you know. Obviously, our Let's Play is going to have spoilers. We're going to play through the whole game, so it, it's it's tough. <laughs> the no spoilers are on. We skip all cutscenes. Right. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a tough decision. It's like, do you... I mean, you know, theoretically, Addison, if you did watch us on Monday night or whenever our video comes out, 
you then could skip the scenes that you already and it would get you into the game faster <laughs> it would propel you you could that skip. is true right yeah i mean i don't plan on uh, I, I definitely plan on watching your uh let's play like after i you know am and beyond the point at which you're posting because I'm, I'm imagining you're going to be doing daily episodes yeah so you could pretty easily get ahead yeah yeah right yeah um, we're we're gonna at least two or three on the first day and then it will be daily episodes after that yeah but once i get ahead of you guys i'll, I'll start watching again but uh my 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 dilemma is just that first i think it'd be kind of cool to be uh on the stream with you guys and we we all seeing it at the same time yeah for That'd sure be crazy anyway that's going to lead to our next subject um is reviews reviews are out for kingdom hearts the embargo lifted today thursday and you guys are listening to this on friday and so far it has a as of recording it has a 89 on metacritic which is pretty good yeah um some of the complaints i've heard are that it's um you have to have played the other games obviously that's one that we knew going into it um that some of the worlds are a little boring and that at least comparatively. Comparatively, and that it doesn't, you know, the the real bulk of the story doesn't really happen during the Disney worlds, which is pretty much what always has happened. So I'm not surprised by any of that. Also, I, I, I my biggest excitement on it is that I the one review I read, which was IGN's review by Jonathan Dornbush, um, he talked about how there's no long tutorial sequence. Hmm. You you jump right into Hercules and you're in the action. So that that's exciting because you know there's the no first two the first part. two Kingdom Hearts have these tutorials. Which the first time you do it, it's like this is well actually the first time I played Kingdom Hearts two, I was like this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this character is. I don't. It's like oh, yeah, hours sure. upon hours. Um, but so I'm excited for that. I'm excited just to jump right into the action. Are you are you guys surprised by? the review scores this is getting or what's your what's your take on this it's like what i would expect okay i'm not expecting a hundred especially with like the story barrier like it not having its own contained story so right. i think it's still a really good score considering yeah uh, the, the highest score i've seen and this is the one addison mentioned too is game informers 9.5 that's the highest score i've seen the lowest i've seen is 80 yeah, and they gave it a nine point five, and they they did have you know they made the same kind of gripe as everybody is that it, it's a little bit difficult to follow um, if you don't know what's what's going on in all of the previous installments, side games, and all that. Right. I I have read the combat is being praised. Hmm. That it's it's the the many different options you have as Sora. It, I don't. That definitely doesn't surprise me. No, I might be. I might be a little bit surprised with how much love it's getting. Um, but as far as the combat system, that doesn't surprise me at all. No. And I know you're the only one who's had it hands-on uh, as far as uh, the three of us goes, Spike. But, I mean, I don't think you even need the hands-on. Just w- watching the the content that's available to us in, in video form is, you know, it, it, it speaks, you know volumes right right definitely i i think there's just a lot of options there and a lot of cool things you can do uh well it remains to be seen if the hardcore speedrun kingdom hearts community has a problem with it still but we'll find that out very shortly um it sounds like this this release date situation has been bungled a little bit though yeah um we 
uh, I know a lot of places didn't get review copies until that's why uh, three of the main game journalism websites, Destructoid, Polygon, and Kotaku, don't have reviews up yet. Hmm. Um, and I think the idea is that they didn't get their review copy till very recently, um, which I think is strange. And also, I'm hearing reports that in certain European countries, the release date moved up to the 26th, and it's in Japan on the 25th and America on the 29th. My question for you guys on all this stuff is why in the heck didn't everybody just get it on the 25th or the 29th? Yeah. Can, can you guys I give me? Know. Can you guys think of one good reason as to why they would do a Japanese release four days early? Um, I mean, at like at this point in the series, um, you know how popular the series is. Not really. I mean, I get that. I mean, look at Final Fantasy fifteen. Um, and I, and I'm more asking the question here than making a statement. Was there was there a similar a similar situation with Final Fantasy fifteen? I think it was on the same day. It was world. Was yeah, it? it was because they did that whole like they did, show. Yeah, they did a show hosted by Kind of Funny Games where they did worldwide release on whatever, and then they pushed it back a couple more months because they needed more time. But it was yeah. still released everywhere on the same yeah. day. So I feel like that's more common for series which have a much much larger following in Japan than elsewhere mm-hmm. in the world. I don't know if that's the case here. To be honest, I know obviously Kingdom Hearts is is um, huge in Japan, but it's got a huge following everywhere else as well. Right. So I'm not really sure why that was necessary. Maybe yeah. it was just the show of love to the hometown. I don't know. Right, and that's become less and less common where Japan gets the games um, first. And the reason for that is localization, right? You have to take all this time to translate the games and have different voice acting and all that. Um, the last big game I can think of that released in Japan first was Persona 5. Um, that released in Japan like a year before it came Yeah, but America. that game is like so Japanese. That game's so Japanese, and it wasn't big until it hit here, and then people really liked it, and they were like, well, I mean, I mean, it has its fan base, but it got really big once it hit here. Yeah. Um, like Pokemon's been doing a worldwide release for games now. The game upon game has been worldwide release where it used to be not that way. Um, Nintendo, most of their games are worldwide release. I uh, just a second ago, I thought you were about to make a jo- a joke, Spike. About uh, Jason said it's so Japanese, and then you said it's so Japanese, and I wanted to say how Japanese is it? <laughs> so yeah, I Japanese. I don't even know what the punchline is of that though. Yeah, I know, but that's what. It felt. <laughs> how Japanese is it? Um, but yeah, so it's very strange that. I, four days. I don't get the four days. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. And what can you accomplish in four days? And maybe yeah. they realize their mistake and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna move it up." But they've only moved it up for like four. It was the Netherlands, Germany, Somewhere. France, yeah. and Italy. Like what? Why? I I don't understand. And and maybe this a lot of this is just jealousy talking for me. Going, I want the game right now. But like, well, sure, that's what it is. I want it too. Right. But it's like. Come on, Square Enix. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, then I read in an interview recently with Nomura, they asked him about the leak, and he said four copies of the game leaked, and it was something along the lines of, because of this, it's it's making me question whether we'll ever do a worldwide release again. And it's like, what? (laughs) That's ass backwards. Well, and didn't it leak, like, wasn't that like a month ago? Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) uh... (laughs) 
couple other quick no. news t- tidbits, unless there's anything else you guys want to say about the reviews right now. Um, well, I was just talking about with the whole like release date thing. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of is that for some reason they're doing like the day one patch stuff, right? And they're getting that ready, mm-hmm. and that it's just not ready in these other countries or something. You know what I mean? No, I don't think they care about that because the day one pat the Japanese people aren't getting day one patches; they're getting day four patches. All the patches are coming out at the same day. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not ready in all of the regions. What? So okay, okay. So like, the reason why is that they're not ready. Like, the game itself is not ready without the day one patch for these other countries. Mm. Like, just how it's. But they moved up the, the European countries. Right, but maybe they realized it was okay for those for those copies or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that's it. I think it could be it. Yeah. Anyway, because, um, dude, th- I, I get why you would say that, but, like, this has been the plan since they announced the release date. So they knew it wasn't going to be ready by then? That doesn't make much sense to me. I don't know. It makes more sense than just, oh, well, they're going to get it four days early. Mm, I guess. I, I j- they could fix that. You know what I mean? Like that that's something they could have fixed in this time. Mm. We've known the release date for a long time now. Yeah. And even then I was like that's stupid, but anyway. Um a couple other news tidbits I forgot to put in our run of show that we should talk about. Have you guys seen this this Kingdom Hearts Hotel at Tokyo Disney? I have heard. You've heard of it? No, I, I haven't. So they're doing well, Actually, you know yeah, I did. They they themed like some rooms or something like that, right? So what they're doing is they're for a limited time at Tokyo Disney. There are certain hotel rooms you can get that are Kingdom Hearts themed, and they have like Kingdom Hearts graphics all over them. And you get a tiny keyblade that you open your door with electronically to get into the room. That's fucking dope. That's pretty. It's it's pretty cool. It costs like four hundred and fifty dollars a night. <laughs> That's oh my worth God. it. And it look. I mean, it looks. It's themed Kingdom Hearts, but it's just a regular room, right? That they just like put one bed has Riku on the headboard and one has Sora on the headboard, yeah. like in their DDD like poses, you know. And it's like, and there's just like little trinkets around and stuff. But you don't, you, you get to keep keep the key. But that's like the equivalent of giving me like a hotel card key and going. Yeah, you, you get, get to, to keep it. it. I guess I don't know why I reacted to the price like that. It is Disney, um, right? But <laughs> that's, that's... okay, so even Tara was like, "That's really freaking expensive," and I was like. I expected more. <laughs> yeah. I expected it to be like $800 a night, but she said that's that's like the most expensive room at F- Florida Disney is like $450 a night. Jeez. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's real expensive, I guess. Maybe it's just cuz it's like a limited time thing they want yeah, to do that. Yeah. Well, they know they they know people will pay it, you know. Yeah. They know there'll be a bunch of weebs coming over. I just gave me a reason to come to Japan. No, I can go to Disney Tokyo and I like Sora and Riku. But I thought about it. I was like, you know, maybe I'll go to Tokyo this summer. Wow. But then I, I remembered we're going to Games Done Quick in Minnesota in June. So Minnesota, Tokyo. Minnesota's Minnesota, way better. Tokyo. Prince is from Minnesota. <laughs> we're going to go visit Prince's house. I got to go to Minnesota. Right. You're going to Lake Minnetonka? I'm going to purify myself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Absolutely. <laughs> the only thing you can do at right. the Lake Minnetonka. It's the only thing I want to do right now is get purified. Anyway, Prince jokes. Yay. The big crossover between Prince and Kingdom Hearts. Um, (laughs) um, Then the other thing that I forgot to put in the run of show is a new Kingdom Hearts musical tour, orchestra tour. Oh, my God. Maybe I won't get to go. 
<laughs> hey, shut up. All right? <laughs> Last time they came through, Addison and I went went and saw it, and that was fun. Uh, they're not doing yeah, that's, the, that's great. They're not doing a Michigan date this time. The closest one's Chicago. Mm. Uh, but they're they're doing a new tour, and it's going to contain music from Kingdom Hearts three this time, which is exciting because. Maybe there'll be a new jam from Kingdom Hearts 3. The, yeah. the only music we've really heard are the two themes and then like reprises of older music. So oh, I wonder yeah. I wonder if there's newer stuff. The Vanitas one probably slaps. Oh, I, we've heard the Vanitas oh. one. No, 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 but like in like live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably awesome. Yeah, I'd awesome. really like to hear the... That that part's the jam. That part's the yeah. and it goes back to the dun, 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 dun. and you're like ah it's Venus. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting for people that want to go. You can check online for those tour dates, and I think that's really cool and neat. Um, I don't know if we'll be going to the Chicago show. We'll, we'll talk about it. Maybe Ow. maybe we'll road trip down there, Addison. What do you say? I'd love that. We'll go. And well, maybe they'll have a Kingdom Hearts hotel room in Chicago for us to stay. <laughs> Chicago's not that cool. No, it's not. Maybe I I'd like a, like a a new organization or the real organization thirteen room. Mm. Ooh, I want like a a, a like, hallway. You, know how, you ever stayed at like a a hotel where they give you a bathrobe? Yes, it's like complicated bathrobes, <laughs> and they give you a organization cloak bathrobe. Yes, please, I'm into that. Uh, and and they give you contact lenses, so you're norted. <laughs> I want a KH hallway. It's like, oh, what room are you staying in? Oh, I'm in the Zexion room. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got the Demix room. It smells like vape. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Can we get a Kingdom Hearts hotel going? Yeah. Oh, I would. I would yeah. live there. I feel like we could do some if, like, we were the organizers of this. It would be legit. Yeah, dude, for sure. You'd have like the um, what's what's the room that Ventus is sleep body is sleeping in? Oh, the chamber of uh, waking. Cha- chamber of waking room, and you'd have the all the different damn rooms that there are in this game and. <laughs> Oh, dude. The Chamber of Waking is like a spa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then there's like the door to darkness and it's a nightclub. And, <laughs> uh, there's lots of cool things you could do with a Kingdom Hearts hotel. Hmm. I, I just, my mind is racing thinking about all the options. I feel like this deserves its own podcast. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when, oh, once, you know, in the 13 years we're going to wait for Kingdom Hearts 4, maybe we'll do a podcast on our Kingdom Hearts hotel. We'll throw a pitch, <laughs> a sales yep. pitch. There'll be a whole episode about our our Kingdom Hearts Hotel design. I'll have blueprints up on the screen and everything. <laughs> anyway, I think we're going to take a quick break. And after the break, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about some new Union Cross news. Everybody's favorite. Oh, yeah. Union Cross. Ooh, I can't wait. We're going to talk about this Wild Asia Cup commercial that showed us some new things. And, yeah, that's what, that's what we're going to talk about. So stick with us. Uh be ready to hear some Billy Zane quotes, and uh, we'll be right back. Take it away, Billy. And he's all like, darkness. <laughs> Go into the darkness. <laughs> I love Billy Zane. Do you think we could get Billy Zane on the podcast? Oh, man, that would be a dream come true. I heard, I read this Reddit post about how he, like, someone went up to him at a con. He was there for something else. And they were like, hey, um, 
I, I'm a big fan. I really loved your portrayal of Ansem. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I really liked Ansem. And then he, like, drew this dope picture of Ansem and signed it and gave it to the what person. What the hell? And it was like a, it was like a dope-ass fucking picture that he drew of Ansem. And it was just like, Billy Zink sounds like the coolest guy ever. He said, wait, wait, wait. Well, just wait one second. back and he was into it. Dude, he... I, Right, it, you, he played this role one time, like fucking fifteen years ago. You think he would be like, "Oh yeah, Ansem, cool, whatever." Yeah, I was expecting you to say like his response was, "Who's Ansem?" <laughs> no, he was like, he was like, "Oh yeah, Ansem, I love playing Ansem." And then he like drew this dope ass picture of him and gave it to the person. He's like, "What the fuck, Billy Zane's awesome." I wonder if like someone came up to him and was like, "Hey, I really like the character you played in Titanic. If you draw that character." <laughs> uh... You were, hey, Rose should have picked you, man. Right. Oh, my goodness. I've come to see the door to this world. This world has been connected, tied to the darkness. Welcome back, everybody, to the Answer Report podcast. Jason, this is where you ask if it's chapter two. Is this chapter two? No, this is... The third answer report, the second part. Come on, Jason. I'm sorry. Anyway. I'll get um, it someday. Let's talk about Union Cross, everybody's favorite Kingdom Hearts media. Hold on, i got to pull up this picture. We were just on break, so I should have done that before. I'm a bad podcast host. It's okay. You were distracted by Billy Zane and his awesomeness. That is true. I just want Billy Zane to announce our podcast. Like how HMK got... To the Zenmus voice actor. To the bit. To the. <laughs> I almost said, "Welcome to the Billy Zane <laughs> Report." <laughs> yeah, can we just change our name to the Billy Zane Report, please? Okay, hold on, guys. I, no, I he's got just it. like got welcome. It. Okay, a Twitter user who's a sweet guy by the name of Hector LeBron Jr. Hmm. at H L E B R O N J R on Twitter said uh, posted this. He said he's a big fan of the podcast. So shout out to you, Hector. He said, um, or he sent us this tweet that was translated by KH Insider, and it said, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross main scenario will be updated on January 31st. Please look forward to the updates in the following months as we head to a new world. Brain, a character enveloped in mystery, will also begin to move. Um, And that's like a rough translation. I saw a different translation, and I took a screenshot of it, but I can't find it. But basically... um, it's saying brain starting to plot and starting to do things. Jason, you had a theory on brain that you shared off air. Would you like to share it now? It was just a random thought that I had that, like, through some type of tomfoolery, that he is Zexian, like, either through, like, heart body transferring Xehanort type stuff, or, like, he is brain is Zexian, like, he got young somehow and lost his memory or something stole zexian's body do they really look similar at all? their hair is like the same jason equates them yeah there is the same he just wears a fedora Hmm. what was interesting to me about this is they in the other translation i read they said there were going to be updates pretty much every month for this story-wise now so that story is going to pick up. Is this going to connect to Kingdom Hearts 3? May, were they waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 to do this because it reveals things that we should know? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Addison, what do you think about all this? Yeah, I've always questioned. Um, I, I I went through a, a brief stage of playing the, the game on my phone. Um, and, you know, you'd, you'd play through it. The story would end. 
um, or you, you get to a certain point and it just says coming soon to the next mission, right? And it wouldn't populate a new set of missions for like a month or two. And <clears throat> I just thought like, and at the time it seemed like the stuff that was getting added every month or two was so inconsequential. I didn't understand why they were slow, slow playing it so much, but that would make sense to me as a valid, like a, a reason to do that. Right. Um, to, to really um, get some of the, give you a taste of some of the, the big time uh, deep material here and there pre KH three launch, but really just mostly spoon feeds you a bunch of, crap about the disney worlds that isn't going to matter in the end right uh it's, it's the only thing i could think of because i mean they would they would release a couple episodes at a time that probably did not take any time at all to um to put together and and upload into the the the, the phone app the dataverse yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we think nomura was stalling that's what it seems Kingdom like Hearts I... 3 could come out because, because unless I mean the only I mean I guess the other um, possible uh, reasoning for that is that um, I don't know if any if any of the uh, teams on Union Cross are also KH three team members, um, and maybe it was just kind of like uh, we're not gonna we're, we're all hands on deck with KH three right now, so let's not toy around with that. I don't know. Right, that makes sense too. I I can't imagine it's the same exact team. No, because that I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. I I guess we need to look into that more before I speak on it. But that would be wild if the same people working on Kingdom Hearts three were also working on Union Cross. Yeah, such different experiences. Um, so yeah, keep keep if you're in if you're into Union Cross, keep on the lookout for these updates once Kingdom Hearts 3 I, I'm going to be playing Kingdom Hearts 3 though I don't really yeah. <laughs> I know it like that's what I was thinking like oh cool well I'll, I'll wait till someone releases a video on it right. and then I'll just keep playing Cage 3 right well right. even I'm going to be Cage 3 like three times before I check back in on Union Cross updates <laughs> right right I'm going to yeah. be Cage 3 out of my mind yeah uh yes Jason's like that Drake meme where he's like, nah, to Union Cross. But then it's Kingdom Hearts 3, and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like that. Speaking of Kingdom Hearts 3, let's talk about, we're a little late on this, but this Asia Cup commercial is what they're calling it. And it was in Japanese, and I'm assuming it's going to release in English this weekend sometime is my guess. But we haven't, I haven't seen that yet. But it shows us some new stuff that's pretty interesting. The biggest or not the biggest, but the most interesting to me is a few, a few, I don't know if this was even on the answer report. It might've been before we started the answer report when we were just chatting about kingdom hearts, but buzz buzz is yeah. norted. Buzz is, is shooting people down. He tried to shoot Woody and goofy came to save the day. I mean, that's a pretty big plot point to reveal in a commercial. I was, yeah. I was pretty, I was pretty uh, shook by buzz turning his, laser and Turning heel trying to shoot woody but then my my real thought was they're in a toy store and the plot of toy story 2 is they find other buzzes right it could be another buzz it could be another buzz <laughs> i hadn't thought about that right it could be spanish buzz we don't know dude i hope so <laughs> jason's dream jason's dream of spanish buzz Whoa. you know how you can make a spanish buzz if he's not 
just changed the language to Spanish. Oh, my God. And then everybody's Spanish buzz. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. This wisdom, <laughs> wisdom from me. There's some other stuff in this trailer. Like it's, uh, it shows like the Disney World kind of getting, kind of getting beat up a little bit. Like with the baddies. Like it, it all seems dark to me for the most part. All everything in this trailer it was like, oh, this is, the darkness is here and we need to stop it. There's that that T Rex looking guy which, marching through uh, San Francisco, which he reminds me of that. Um, Dream Eater you get in Dream Drop Distance. He does kind of look like that, yeah. And he chases you on the carriage in the Three Musketeers world. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Help me out. You just watched this. I, I, I'm, I'm, my mind's blanking right now. The, the main things that I remember seeing is the Buzz, the big T-Rex boy. Rage Form. Rage, rage Form. form. That's the, I knew there was a big one I was missing. Yeah. Rage Form. So Rage Form... I, it looks like Antiform from Kingdom Hearts 2, but he has a Keyblade. Yeah, he has a Keyblade, and he's kind of got, like, he's not completely dark. It looks like there were some, like, markings. Um, I mean, he's he's definitely, like, a similar dark, um, like, clouded dark figure, but it, I, I noticed some uh, brighter markings on him as well. Yeah. I don't know if it was ants or... Or what? Well, I think the idea is now anti-form we had no control over, right? It would just hit us. Mm-hmm. This is something we have control over because we've seen rage form as a reaction command, or I guess it's not a reaction command, but a whatever. You hit triangle. A reaction command. You hit triangle and you turn to rage form. Uh, but we hadn't seen the actual form, but it's basically anti-form with a keyblade. And he's zipping yeah. around. We only get a small look at it. I wonder if there's any lore behind that. Like... Was there any lore behind what Antiform was really supposed to be? And is this going to be something, if there was, is this something along the time, lines of like Sora learns to tame the Antiform now and right. now it's called Age Form? I don't know. That's interesting because they they didn't really talk about Antiform at all in, in story. Um, no. And they didn't really. talk about every form, but they did, like Yen Sid teaches you about dry forms. Right. But he doesn't like go into detail on every one. Yeah. And is this Keyblade tied? Who we knows? Have, we haven't talked about that. I didn't get a good look at the Keyblade he's using with it. Like it could be you get Rage Form with a specific Keyblade. Is it, right. is it two become one? Because that was the Keyblade in KH2, like Final Mix, that um, the wasn't the special ability of that makes it so um, you always get Antiform. Oh, was it? Yeah, you would you would get anti form until well, there was like a cheese you could do to unlock final form by using it, um, and then after that, it would just basically guarantee anti form. So yeah, we saw rage form, and then they show that scene at the end with Zenmus, not Zenmus, God damn it, Master Xehanort. Yeah, that was the main thing I remember with too. the Keyblade surrounding them, and he kind of bashes Sora, and it actually echoes the scene of Master Xehanort fighting Terra. Like, they oh, do the same, yeah. he pushes him back, and then Terra, with his keyblade, looks angry. It's almost a shot-for-shot redo of that, which I thought was very uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't caught that. Yeah. Um, Except there's, like, ten other keyblades surrounding him. Right, other than the extra keyblades. <laughs> and Sora looks mad. Yeah. He he looks like he's in rage form normally. He's just mad. <laughs> he's ascended. yeah. I think I think Sora's the new sad boy in this game for sure. Oh yeah, and then they they again have the same scream 
in that trailer following Riku blocking the wave of Heartless from him. Yeah, and and he says something interesting because it's in Japanese, but the translation roughly is it's sort of talking over the stuff happening. He goes, "I've always had my friends to help me. What am I going to do without my friends?" It's like something like that. Mm. And it's mm. like it's, it's. I think we were right on the nose when we talked about that, and like this is gonna show what Sora can do without the power of his friends. It just yeah, because that's that's really what he's gotten gotten him through everything right. to this point. It's been the power of his friends, and now he... I don't know what I'm going to do in a a, a post Donald and Goof world. I, I don't know if I can accept it. Yeah, I I don't know that they're going to die. I don't know. You can't kill Donald and Goofy and Mickey. Yeah, there's got to <laughs> be some kind of like it. they're like, hey, you can use our characters, but none of them can die. <laughs> right. I I think. Uh, if Nomura kills Donald and Goofy and Mickey, he's gonna have a stern talking to from Walt Disney's Frozen Head. Yeah, <laughs> all right. You can't. You can't do that. <laughs> um, sorry, that made me laugh way harder than I should have. That's is that like a Futurama type thing? There, there is a conspiracy theory that Walt Disney's head is frozen somewhere in Disney World. Oh, really? Yeah, like I they, like they, when he died they or before he died they froze his head cryogenically so when the technology comes they can remake him (laughs) but just the head well no they put like a robot body on him (laughs) you know all right i'm into it right Mm -hmm. and then he can you know he can animate with his robot arms again okay but at this point it's like that guy probably doesn't even know how to use a computer how is he going to animate that's true. What would happen? Would he just like get control of Disney? I think so. He, he it's, it's his company. Some subtext. If Walt Disney is ever brought back to life, he gets full control of the company. Yeah, and then he it's would like just anyone be who like, buys stocks has to like. Whoa, we're not doing digital animation anymore. We're doing hand drawn again. Oh, it's just no. like all oh, this. Everyone shit. just sells all their stocks. <laughs> no Jews are allowed in our parks anymore. Oh, and it's no. like, oh no, Walt, don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're brought. We're able to bring people back to life, but at what cost? Right, <laughs> right. At what cost? At what cost, Walt? It's all because Nomura killed. Donald and Goofy. Yeah, Nomura, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so anything else to say about this commercial? I feel like there, there's not... the Part of the problem with this podcast, this specific episode of this podcast, is I don't know what we could possibly say about Kingdom Hearts when it's going to be out in our hands. You know what I mean? I just feel like... We're like we're like spinning our wheels, going, "Oh, when's Kingdom Hearts?" We're like Union Cross. We're spinning our wheels, like <laughs> we need Kingdom Hearts three to come out. Yeah, you know, we've we've kind of you know milked everything dry. Not milked it, but it's just like okay, I we could talk about this IGN closed doors thing, but the game's gonna be out, <laughs> and then yeah. we'll know yeah. ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. At, yeah, the the, the like. If someone were to like listen to a future podcast and be like, "Hey, I should listen to the past podcasts," right? This one's gonna suck the most because it's like, <laughs> "This is the worst quality podcast." Because it's like, okay, they're like, the game's out now. <laughs> if if 
okay, let, let's say like this. Episode one of our podcast, we were Terra, Aqua, and Ventus. Episode two, we were Sora, Kyrie, and Riku. This episode, we're Hainer, Pence, and Olet. <laughs> All right? Let's just, let's just put it like that. I call being Olet. I'm Dog Street. What the fuck is Dog Street? Can we have a podcast where we just talk about what Dog Street is? I do- it's like it's like a a hardcore punk band that oh. only play. You've never actually seen them though because they only play like in the underground scene of Twilight Town. I like that theory actually. I was thinking it was a sports thing. Yeah, me but too. A lot of like hardcore bands they they do like jersey merch, so that makes so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that theory. Uh, do you think Dog Street ever got to play Warp Tour before it was done? They don't call it Warp Tour in Twilight Town. Oh. They call it uh, they call it uh, Oblivion Tour. Uh, <laughs> Oblivion, Oblivion Tour. Oblivion Tour. Nice. I hope. Hopefully, they got to play that. <laughs> hopefully, they got to play the sea salt ice cream stage. Right at, at Oblivion <laughs> Tour. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck is happening? This is devolving slowly but surely. I just want to know what Dog Street is. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, I also. One of the most underrated things I can't wait for in Kingdom Hearts 3 that no one's talking about. I cannot wait to see Hayner just get fucking pwned after he tries to dropkick my boy. <laughs> he's going to get... Yeah, I know. What is going to happen there? He's going to get shot into fucking darkness, dude. He's done. <laughs> he's done. He's he's absolutely Or the most lame thing ever will happen, and he just won't be there. Like, he'll just go through him. Okay, that's probably what will happen. But... Still, I want I want him to just be like submits and just end him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I need Billy Zane to show up and just take down Hainer right away. He just get fucking Zemnis like dome, like yeah. <laughs> oh no, the, <laughs> the lasers, the absolute lasers. They had to practice on Hainer before they hit it with Axel right. with it. Yeah, dude. Guy, I, okay, I really want to start now. A Kingdom Hearts hardcore band's named Dog Street. <laughs> Addison, will you will you be in my band with me? Absolutely. Jason, I mean, will you be in my band course. with me? Of course. Awesome. We are Dog Street. We are We're Dog Street. One, two, three, four. And then we just start playing Kingdom Hearts songs <laughs> in a hardcore way. Like a, a super high beats per minute. Pace. Yeah, it made me just think of like just. Like no lyrics, just playing like Kingdom Hearts. We'll we'll get a guest vocalist whenever we play the themes. But yeah, dude, I'm into it. No one, no one take our. We can't release this podcast. This is copyright claimed. By Everybody's now. gonna take our idea. Damn it! We just have to copyright claim it by the time this comes out. Right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it's time for us to take our last break here because we are off the rails. Um, when we come back, we might talk about this IGN thing, and then we're gonna talk about. We're going to give some predictions for what we think is going to happen in Kingdom Hearts 3, our final predictions. So don't go anywhere, uh, and we will see you in a moment. Take it away, Billy Zane. Know this. The heart that is strong and true shall win the Keyblade. Welcome back, everybody, to the Answer Report podcast. Uh, Now we're going to move on to... IGN got to play a closed doors demo last month that they recently talked about where they they didn't play I'm sorry one of the develop the main developer played for them but they yeah. got to watch and they went through the Pirates of the Caribbean world the Frozen world and the Corona uh the Rapunzel world um 
Most interestingly, Jonathan Dornbush, who's the he's the main Kingdom Hearts guy at IGN, he he also reviewed it. He talked about how excited he was for the Pirates of the Caribbean world and how you drive your ship around and you can stop it at any time to just dive in the ocean and explore and check out islands where there's a bunch of hidden stuff. There's going to be some crazy hidden boss. You think so? Yes. Who's it going to be? The Kraken? It's not going to be the Kraken, but it's going to be like a giant crab. A giant enemy crab? Yeah. Okay, I'd be into that. I'd be into that. Like Kurt Ziza, but a crab? Or like like a, a swarm of like piranha type fish. That sounds like an ass boss fight. That sounds awful. <laughs> no, but they that like sounds awful. but they like okay, but what they do is <laughs> they they kinda like you in wanna finding, fight a school of fish. In, in finding Nemo where they they like do the giant fish and they're talking, like, what's up, buddy, please give me directions. Oh, it's the fish from finding Nemo. Yeah, but they're like they're bad. <laughs> they're bad fish. <laughs> they've been they've been turned to heartless. Yes. That is ridiculous. And they'll mock you. That would be like the best Finding Nemo Easter egg of all time. No, here's here's the real thing. You fight those fish, and when you beat them, Crush is there, and he's norted, the turtle, and you no, have to fight Crush no, the turtle. No, not Crush. Not Crush. <laughs> he's like, dude, not cool. Dude, go in the darkness. Not cool, dude. Uh, anyway, so the Pirates of the Caribbean world sounds awesome. It sounds like Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey or Black Flag, which Odyssey is the most recent one, and you... You go around the Greek islands in a ship, and you go explore the islands, and you don't have to explore the islands, but you can. Um, or like Black Flag, where it's very pirate-based. Um, and that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, we also talked about Arendelle, where it didn't really... Um, it, its main theme was sledding, that you do a lot of goofy sledding. Mm, I don't know how I feel. I, I don't know. If goofy sledding... Uh, they said... They made the joke that... Goofy sledding is the closest thing Kingdom Hearts will ever come to an eSport because there's, like, online leaderboards for it. <laughs> so maybe you can um, speedrun Goofy sledding okay. at um, ADGQ. So is is the Goofy sledding both a mini game and part of the, like, um, gameplay progress- progression? I'm assuming at least once I... it's the gameplay. It, it sounds like it's part of the gameplay, the way he described it. We're not sure. I, I think... It's probably part of the gameplay one time, like Jason just said. And then you can continue to do it. Or like maybe once or twice. Mm. Yeah, who knows? But that's all he really said about that world. And then he didn't really have much to say about Corona other than it's like you're exploring with Rapunzel and she'll kind of like wander off to look at something and then that will trigger a cut scene where her and Sora kind of bond. But it's like Sora's not trying to get with Rapunzel. Or is he? Is, so is it is it is it like a dating sim? I think it's just him hitting on all of these Disney princesses. I mean, if we're if we're being real, that's what Sora should be doing this right. whole time. He's all like, Kyrie, Kyrie. It's like, uh, what's Princess Jasmine up to? You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's I mean, Meg doing? Yeah. Well, when uh when the first like Frozen trailer dropped, I remember you were like. Sora's got some love eyes for Elsa right now. He's he did. Like, he's he like, like, damn. He tried to pretend her using ice was like this cool thing. That's true. Just to impress her. He's like, you can control ice? And then he's like, blizzard. <laughs> uh, so he <laughs> skates. He tried to downplay his own accomplishments to make her feel more special because he was all about it. That's true. He was all about I mean, I don't blame him. Elsa's a cutie. Right. Yeah. Whatever. I respect the game. I respect the game, Sora. Keep playing, playa. That's a high level move right there. Right. <laughs> right. That's, he he must have been to pickup artist school. He's got some <laughs> he's got some skill. 
I just pictured Sora with that goofy hat with the goggles on it that that pickup artist guy used to wear. Do you guys remember that show on VH1? No. Yeah, it was it was so awful. It was like a reality <laughs> show called The Pickup Artist, and there was this guy, and he was like, he wrote a book on being a pickup artist, and da 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 da. And then he'd try to like these guys all lived in a house, and they tried to like work on their game kind of thing. Yeah. And girls, but this guy was such an ass, and he he wore this. He always wore this top hat with goggles on it. To like the club. steampunk, yeah, and then he would wear like, like steampunk. Like he'd wear like eyeliner. Oh god! And, and so he looks like he's straight out of a Panic at the Disco right, music video, right? But not as cool. And he uh, <laughs> he would like Double talk standard. about like negging a girl, like oh you 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 show more attention to her friend, but the girl you really want, you put her down. And it was like super toxic and like awful. <laughs> Definitely misogynistic. It was really bad. But like this was like 2005, 2006, when people didn't care about that, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Great ratings. This is the <laughs> VH1 reality show section of our Kingdom Hearts podcast. I don't remember where I was going with that. We were talking Sora, about... Sora was wearing a hat, and he was trying to he was trying to hit on uh, Elsa. That's what we were talking he about. He starts talking to his sis- her sister, and just is like, wow, you can control ice? Yeah. F-. And then you, you show you can actually control ice. Right. And she's like, oh. Okay. Um, my question for you guys on this is it sounds like each world kind of has a gimmick. Do you think having too many play, play styles is a good thing or a bad thing? Or do you think it's too many play styles in general? I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it just gives the player a lot of uh, versatility and options. Um, I mean, because I, I find that funny, especially when I'm playing a game and then watching somebody uh, let's play it kind of um you know sort of at the same time um you know the the latest example was with uh red dead redemption 2 i was playing it and then uh from time to time watching uh markiplier mm. um play it um at the same time you know as i was making sure i was ahead of them but you know you you watch how differently people play games you know how differently i was doing it compared to how he was doing it mm. Well, I think the I think the versatility is great for for appealing to a wide audience of players. Yeah, for sure, I agree. I mean, if if you're the type of person who gets overwhelmed by the the amount of options, then maybe you will look at it, at it as uh, a hindrance rather than um, something that you enjoy. But for me, I, I think I'm I'm really looking forward to to trying everything out and really finding what you know. In the end, like we've I think we've mentioned before, and once you get start to get into the meat of the game. You're probably not going to be using all of these different options they've laid out for you. You're going to find, all right, well, here's my niche. This is what I like to do. I like to use this magic or this keyblade. You know, for you, you you said you were really vibing with the uh, the um, tangled keyblade. Yes. Um, I think everybody's going to kind of have their own thing, and I think that's really cool. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Jason. Do you? Do yeah, you I don't that? think that there's going to be any like oh like too many gimmicks because there's like, for example, in like Cage Two. Like, I really loved going to the Lion King world because the gimmick was, oh, you're a lion. You know what I mean? And there's certain things that, like, now, having you're played like the, the game... You're, like, the only person that's ever said that. Yeah, you are the only person that's ever said that. No, 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 no. That, that <laughs> show was dope, okay? And <laughs> even even with me playing it on, like, critical level one, like, if I get touched by the big spinny dudes, I die. I still really like that world. My problem with the Lion King world, and this is a whole other subject, is that I hate in games 
when you build up all these powers to do all these cool things, and then they go, hey, you can't use any of that. Hey, here's a whole world where you cannot use any of that. Mm. I hate that. So I hope there's not a world in Kingdom Hearts that does that to you in Kingdom Hearts 3. Because that's, that's my problem with Lion King. I think it's cool because I like Lion King, whatever. He's a lion. He's a cute little lion boy. But when they go, hey, you can't use um, whatever finisher you want. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you have a keyblade in your mouth now, so you have to use whatever finishers we have here. Mm. That, I don't like that. But teach their own. I, I, I respect your opinion on that. I just For me, it's not. Okay. So then all right, our last topic for today, boys. I need a Kingdom Hearts 3 prediction from each of you. What is, it can be out there with something that's going to happen in Kingdom Hearts 3. And I need you guys to, to lay it out. So here's, here's mine. <clears throat> and I don't know if this is more of a prediction or something that I want to happen. Just because Roxas is that boy and, and everybody loves Roxas. Um, the only glimmer of Roxas we've seen in the uh, trailers leading up to the release is that brief little snippet of him pulling down his hood and he's holding Oblivion. Haven't seen him in anything else. We didn't see him in the final battle trailer. Um, We haven't seen him in action at all. So I am wondering and hoping and kind of predicting that Sora is going to lose everybody um, all of his boys, all the Disney boys, Riku, Kyrie, Axel, Lee, whatever you want to call them, and uh, the the OG crew, um, Ventus and Aqua, and then the boy, Roxas, comes back. Mm. Him and Sora are a tag team. Sora is going to end up in the final battle with with uh xehanort because roxas will have uh i think there's going to be a little bit of a a side story with with shion and roxas and how that plays out but this is my prediction that that roxas isn't going to be a part of the uh the hero culling and that him and sora are going to be the late game tag team just tearing the shit out of the darkness nice so you're you're saying there's going to be actual gameplay where like it's Sora, and then Roxas is like tagging along as a as a yeah. That'd be cool. That yes. would be wild. I'm into that. Um, I'll I'll go next, Jason. I think at, when this is all said and done, okay. The only death on the good guy side is going to be Riku. I think Riku's done. Do you oh, you think he's dead? like Dunzo? Dunzo? I think he's Dunzo. He's the big sacrifice of the story. I think everything turns out great, but Riku's done. He's dead. He doesn't come back. I think his story arc is completed for the most part. He's gone from darkness to a good boy to, you know, a master. A master and Sora, <clears throat> you know, still looks up to him and but I think that's going to be the connection that's going to break and and Riku's going to be he's going to stay I dead. Could, I could see that happening. Hmm. That's that's my prediction. My prediction, pain. <laughs> for Riku. Oh my god. Dead. He's dead. Oh my god. And probably like Ansem the Wise will die or something. <laughs> Just because <laughs> the guy dies all the time. <laughs> he's always dying. He's Just blowing up moons die. and dying. He's he's 
freaking he's on the the coast of the darkness world and he's like oh i don't remember anything and you know he's just dying he's old he might have a heart attack <laughs> off screen <Natural laughs> he just dies off screen of he might do a line of coke with Yensid and then just be <laughs> absolutely heart attacked to death Yensid has to hide his body yeah <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Magical fairies, hide this guy. Gotta get this out of here before his his nobody comes to kill put, me. Yeah, yeah. Put it put him in a mummy suit again. It will work. <laughs> oh Alright, Jace, what's your prediction for Kingdom Hearts three? My prediction for KH three is that some wild crazy BS is gonna happen to where no one can use keyblades anymore. And then the next, like, series after that is, like, him trying to get that back. Oh, so you think you think it's going to be like, all Keyblades are locked forever when you defeat Xehanort. Oh, like, something happens in, like, inside of Kingdom Hearts or Scala and Kylum or something like that where, like, whatever gave them the powers to use a Keyblade, like, is gone. Mm. And then he has to try and get it in the next game. Well, how, would like he, how would he Riku attack in the something? next game, though? I don't know. With his fists? With a sword. Or something. Oh, it's about to get really brutal. Yeah. Just like blood and gore. Yeah, yeah. So it's like God of War without his chaos blades. He, he's just going to have an axe that he can throw at people. Wow, that's quite a prediction. Yeah. He bl- that's pretty out- I'll give you credit for that. That's pretty out there. That's pretty out there. Keyblades are pretty integral. I, right. I, I'd be interested to see that. Um, There's no way it happens, but that's my prediction. Right? No, it's a zero point zero 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 one percent chance. Oh, I thought you were naming the next game. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> zero point zero 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 one. Um, over, over five. So my, our 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 last pr- prediction here is the next game called Kingdom Hearts Four, guys. Like the next game to be released? Mm-hmm. No, there'll be something else. There'll be something else. There'll be there'll be Kingdom Hearts. 3.5? I don't know if it's 3.5, Ki- but... Kingdom Hearts... Be- yeah, okay. I, How many... I, I think <laughs> I think Nintendo... I think Nintendo's gonna get a game. Oh, you think the Switch is gonna get a game? Yeah. Mm, My question is... How many side games do you think there are before KH4? Or, like, the next main line? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I think we're not going to see Kingdom Hearts again for a little bit because Nomura has to work on the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Nomura is apparently the only competent person at Square Enix because they can't complete a game without him working on it. Oh, 15. You got to finish 15. Got to finish 3. But seven's a game. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's like he's making a story for 7. It's just a remake, Dude, they're, right? re- they're remaking it, remaking it, though. Like, it's an action RPG now. It- and it, they've been struggling to make it. It's not like it's just like an HD re- remake or remix. Oh, it's yeah, like... I forgot. It's going to be like KH-style combat. Right. It's not turn-based. And it. I'm assuming they're going to change things about it. Like, I, I don't think they're going to have Cloud cross-dress to get into a fucking uh, brothel again. I'm not buying the game then. Oh, well. <laughs> fair enough. But, yeah, so he's got to work on that. So... If the, I I do think the next game will not be Kingdom Hearts Four, it will be some spinoff that he has a little bit to do with, and they give it to some company, and it will be on the Switch and the Vita or some bullshit, or it'll be on, it'll be on uh, only Android cell phones or <laughs> um, 
Nokia's only. Yeah, it will be on the. Um, it'll be like a thing you have to just buy separately and plug into your TV, like a NES Classic. <laughs> it'll be just on that, and it'll be Kingdom Hearts, uh, the darkness the lies darkness chapter in wait of no one, <laughs> of nothing. That's the name of the next game. Mm. Anyway, guys, I think uh, we're. We can wrap up this podcast now, don't you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Last one. We will next see you guys on the other side. Yeah. Oh I mean, God. next time we talk, we're all we're all different people. Right. I mean, I think I'm going to be a brand new person right. by the time we talk next. I might be broken. I might become my nobody. Yeah. Uh, picks. <laughs> a pit. Pixic. <laughs> Pixic. Where are you getting the P? <laughs> Spike. What, Pixic, oh, Pixic. <laughs> I thought you made your name. I was like, where the fuck are you getting a P from? I'm Pixic, my my uh, nobody. Because <laughs> they got to put that recusance. What is that? How do you say that word? Recusance sigil? So are you guys going to just basically like have Jason hooked up to an IV and yeah. like... Uh, and a colostomy bag. A Donald, a Donald Trump style buffet of McDonald's surrounding yeah, him. Yeah, we're gonna have hamburgers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're no, we're. I literally have melted down the Kingdom Hearts three disc, and we are gonna inject it into his veins, and he's gonna play it that way. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna live it. I'm gonna live it. Yeah. So next week, you guys, we will um, be different people. And if we do a podcast, because who knows, we might be different people that don't want to do a podcast anymore. But if we do one, it will be about our first impressions of Kingdom Hearts 3. That's going to be the whole... We're not even going to talk about anything else. Ah, we might talk about other things. But we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to give you our first impressions of Kingdom Hearts 3. And then the week after, we are going to do our spoiler cast. Where we, we just go down the list and just spoil everything. We don't talk about it. We just say... This happens. Then this happens. Then this happens. So, just kidding. We're not. We're 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 just gonna actually talk about it. Um, be sure to uh, you know like our like this on YouTube or comment. And if you guys want us to you know talk about anything specific, and uh, you know thanks thanks for listening and watching. And, and 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 this whole Kingdom Hearts lead up to Kingdom Hearts three ride has been fun and awesome, and I'm really glad to experienced it. Thank you guys for being on the podcast with me and on the channel and doing all kinds of stuff. And yeah, it's kind of the end of an era. We're gonna be at, we're gonna be on the other side of the wall after this. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So thank you guys, and we will see you next week with the podcast. But be on the lookout for Monday, late Monday evening, early Tuesday morning for our first episode of Kingdom Hearts Three Let's Play, and yes. you'll be sure to hear us go. Oh shit! <laughs> Addison, go ahead, hit hit him with it. Oh man, this feels like m- more relevant than ever. Everybody, may your heart be your guiding key. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye, Thank guys. You.